Creating a Brilliant Career Wife is your source for practical advice for creating the work life of your dreams. I'm your host, Jerome M. Hoff, and I'm committed to helping you uncover the career you've always imagined. I'll show you how to use the resources available to land that perfect job. We'll talk about striking that all-important work-life balance. And together we'll discover how you can create a career life that supports your life, your authentic life, your brilliant life. I hope you'll join me. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Jerome Emhoff and I'm coming to you from San Francisco, California, where I have a very successful, very fun um, career coaching and resume writing practice. If you're interested in finding me online, you can do so um, by connecting with me on Facebook. I have a fan page, The Resume Shop Inc. Inc. is I-N-K. So you can go to Facebook and find me there. You can check out my website, theresumeshopinc.com, or you can drop me a line via email at jerome at theresumeshopinc.com. And actually, tonight's podcast is a result of an email that I received some time ago, um, actually in March. Um, So, like nine months ago, actually, um, I received an email from Virginia, who is an American living in Paris, and who happens to listen to the podcast. And she sent me an email asking for advice about negotiating salary. She was actually going to uh, be changing positions with her current company and wanted to negotiate a raise. And so she was asking for some advice regarding that. Obviously, I knew that I wouldn't have time to record this podcast um, in enough time to help her. So I, I actually dropped her a line and answered a question and then promised her that I would record a podcast at some time. And lo and behold, here I am uh, in December, finally recording that podcast. And I think part of the reason I maybe put off recording this podcast is because salary is such a kind of tricky area of, of job search and of kind of employment practice to talk about. And I think it's because it's the, the most stressful piece of the puzzle. And whenever I'm working with uh, career coaching clients and we're doing interview coaching and we're talking about the whole process, the, the question of, you know, when do I talk about the money? When, does, when do I need to bring that up? Who brings it up first? Is, is it appropriate to ask what the salary range is? And um, it, there seems to be a whole lot of games and a whole lot of sort of um, protocols or rules around this um, particular topic. And so um, hopefully I can shed some light on the process, at least from my standpoint. Um, there are lots of resources online. You can, you can take advantage of the information out there and advice um, from other coaches, other people in the industry, and they'll help you kind of know how to negotiate salary. For me, I think that salary is the area of the job hunt that's really black and white uh, because the employer has a budget set for the amount of money they want to pay the person who's going to come into the position. And the job seeker has an idea of what he or she needs to make Um, and what they want to make for the position. So both players in this sort of negotiation game have a number in mind. 
each side sort of knows what they're looking for. Um, but how those two pieces come together and their sort of harmony reached can be a little bit difficult. When I was in staffing, the branch manager of the, the agency I worked for was sort of training me in this whole process of negotiating salaries. And of course, we were negotiating salaries with the our clients who were going to be hiring temps through us or, you know, or bringing in um, candidates that we were headhunting for them. And we would negotiate salary based, you know, on behalf of our clients um, or on behalf of our candidates with the clients. And uh, so my boss said, Jerome, here's the rule of thumb. Whoever names the salary first, whoever puts that number down on, that ta- on the table first, loses. And I wasn't quite sure what that meant, but the more I think about it, it's sort of true. The first person who kind of throws the number out has shown their hand. And that becomes sort of the starting point for the negotiation. And I know that job seekers are afraid to throw a number out, oftentimes because they're afraid that they're going to, you know, toss out a number that's too high and they're, being a, and they're going to be cut out of the running for the position simply because they want too much money. And at the same time, they're afraid that they might throw out a number that's way too low and suddenly undercut themselves. Um, but so that's sort of the rule of thumb. Whoever names the, the figure first loses. Um, if you're prepared to name a figure, make sure you know what your bottom line is and be prepared to ask for more than what your bottom line is. Because as you know, the employer is going to work you down to a lower number. So I always recommend that you have in your head what your bottom line number is. I need to make at least $55,000 in order to sustain my lifestyle, or that's the least amount of money I will take for the type of work I'm being offered. You want to know what that number is, and you want to start your negotiation, in most cases, somewhere above that. So that as they work you down, you're going to end up somewhere closer to your, you know, hopefully above your bottom line, but not below your bottom line. The other thing you need to do is you need to figure out how comfortable you are with lowering that bottom line number, if it should come to that. Um, I always recommend that people do their homework before they go into the salary negotiation. Um, There are salary or websites out there like salary.com that will show you what the range of a salary for your position should be based on the city uh, where you're living. And... um, you know, go in and look at the, the salary range based on your years of experience, the cost of living where you're, where you're, um, happen to be living and see what the kind of, what the going rate is. Now in the economy we're in now, a lot of, you know, companies are wanting to pay less than the going rate and you have to kind of weigh for yourself, your circumstances in terms of, you know, are you willing to to take a pay cut to get back into work or whatever the case may be. Um, so do your homework and, and determine um, what you're asking for in terms of salary um, and be able to confidently back up that request with the evidence of, uh, of your career success. So um, 
so if you go, say you're negotiating your salary and you say, you know, I know that the going rate is, you know, this is what I'm looking for in terms of salary based on, you know, that's what, what the market bears right now. But also, on my last job, here's what I accomplished and here's what I bring to the table and that's what this is, that's the value of my experience. Um, do not forget to negotiate the entire employment package as well. So, you know, a company may not be willing to increase your salary um, in terms of actual dollars. So you, you might be, you know, dickering over a few thousand dollars. But if they aren't willing to raise your salary, ask about other benefits that might add up to dollars in your pocket. You know, are they willing to cover more of the the cost of your benefits. Will they do a higher 401k matching? Is there profit sharing? Can you have flex time? Um, you know, time off, working from home, you know, extra vacation time. All of those things, although they're not physically dollars in your pocket, they end up being dollars in your pocket by, you know, adding to your quality of life, saving you money on medical benefits. You know, will they cover more of the, the costs of your uh, spouses, partners, children's benefits. See if you can kind of sweeten the, the deal by those additional benefits rather than necessarily, you know, the annual salary. Um, as you're negotiating salary, and this is especially important um, if you're asking for a raise, you need to keep your negotiation focused on your unique contribution to the company and away from personal issues. So you don't want to talk about personal costs. You don't want to say, oh, I need a raise because childcare is so expensive or my commuting expenses have increased because of the cost of gas. You know, living expenses are, are going up. Groceries are higher. You don't want to talk about those personal issues, those personal security issues, as the basis for an increase in salary. You want to focus your negotiation on your value to the company, your contribution to the company, what you do on a daily basis, your level of responsibility, um, how you've actually brought money to the company by, you know, have you increased revenues, have you saved them money. So focus on those aspects of the um, job search or of, the, of, the, of what you bring to the table um, in the negotiation as opposed to personal issues and personal security issues. Those are really important factors. I know that they go into the, the picture. You know, at the end of the day, you have a certain dollar amount that you need to make to sustain your lifestyle and to, you know, um, provide for your family, yourself. But that's not part of the negotiation. Um, you don't want to convey a sense of feeling desperate and like really needing the money. You know, it's like I need a raise because I can't afford to live. You want to keep the the conversation focused on what you do, how the value you bring to the company. Um, talk about the relationships you've cultivated with uh, customers. Talk about your commitment to the organizational goals. Um, you know, really think about your value to the company. If you're negotiating a salary as a new employee, talk about the years of experience you have. Talk about the book of business you're bringing, you know, um, the contacts you have in your network that you're bringing to the company and say, you know, those are things of value. And so that's why you, you require additional money. 
Um, my final piece of advice is to keep the entire negotiation as positive as possible. Um, have confidence in your worth and your ability to do a stellar job, um, as well as just general enthusiasm about your career um, and, and the company you work for or the company you're applying for. Um, having that level of energy, that, ex, you know, that excitement, that positive energy really is beneficial in uh, negotiating. And I think if you can walk into the negotiation sort of with the idea that they're going to give you whatever you ask for, rather than going in and feeling like you're going to lose, but go in with the, the positive attitude that you're going to get what you ask for, you will find that that does wonders for the actual outcome of the negotiation. Um, if you go in feeling defeated, your energy is going to, it's going to be so different and the employer is probably going to tap into that and totally undercut you. So you have to go in feeling like you're a winner, feeling like you bring so much to the table and you're worth what you're asking for. As long as you believe in, in that, I, I almost guarantee you that you will walk away with um, a much better experience in, in terms of negotiation. Um, now, before I end this podcast, I want to just talk really briefly about timing of the conversation. And this probably applies more to um, people who are applying for jobs or who are, um, you know, job seekers and sort of going through the interview process. The appropriate time to talk about salary is after, sometime after the first interview, not at the first interview, in the second, third interview, you know, as you're getting closer to a job offer. That's when you talk about salary. I think it's important to not be the first person to bring up the salary. Um, to really present your value to the employer before you start talking numbers. Um, oftentimes I've heard of situations, though, where in the first interview or even in the phone screen, especially if you're working with a recruiter, if you're working with a recruiter, they oftentimes will ask you in the very first conversation what you're looking for in terms of salary. I would suggest that you avoid, again, offering them a number because you want to kind of leave it as open-ended as possible. So the, the answer I would give in this scenario, so if the interviewer, the recruiter, the hiring manager, whoever I'm speaking with in this first conversation says, what would you like to make? Uh, what are your salary requirements? My first answer would always be, I'm sorry, I don't know enough about the position to determine what I think would, a, would be a fair salary. However, I'm interested in making or to, to receiving a salary that is commensurate with both my level of experience and expertise and the level of responsibility required to perform my job duties. I'll say that again. I'm looking for a salary that's commensurate with my level of experience and expertise, as well as the amount of responsibility required to 
perform the job duties. If in the first conversation the interviewer pushes you, you want to give them a range. That's like ten to twenty thousand dollars, maybe ten to fifteen thousand dollars a range. So you can say again, I'm not I don't know really enough about this position. I feel like I need to to know a little bit more detail about the job before I'm comfortable, you know, telling you what I want to make, but I can tell you that my salary requirements would be in the range of sixty-five to $75,000. Um, so you sort of want to, to give a range first rather than kind of naming the absolute dollar amount. Um... It's always great if you can, if you're working with a recruiter before you actually meet the hiring manager, hopefully you have a recruiter who will give you the range. And so you'll know before you go in, um, you know, what, what's sort of on the table and you'll know if it meets your requirements or not. Now, a little sticky point can be, um, if the interviewer asks what you made on your last job, um, especially in this economy where people are are um, very much taking positions um, in which they're sort of underemployed or not making what they made previously. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, fear in in saying what you made on your last job because, you know, the chances of an employer being able to match that might be a little slim. Um, If that's the case, you might give a sort of caveat saying, you know, on my last job I made $90,000 a year, but I'm you know, I understand in these economic times that, you know, there may not be, I may not make exactly what I made last, in my last position. And I've looked at the, you know, but here's the range I'm looking for. So you you want to let them know that you're willing to negotiate the salary so that you don't take yourself out of the running. And if you feel like the salary you made is too high, you might even say, I'm, I'm really a kind of a proponent of being honest and sort of, you know, uh, letting the employer know that you understand what they're getting at. So, you know, if they said, what did you make on your last job? I might say, you know, um, I made $90,000 in my last position, but I don't want that to be the the reason the door is closed for this position. I'm willing to negotiate salary. I'm really excited about the opportunity at this company. I feel like it's a great career move. You know, for me, it's really about having a good fit in terms of my skills and what I can contribute to the company. And so it seems a little bit premature right now to talk about salary in really definitive ways, unless, you know, until we move forward with an actual job offer and then we can negotiate that. Um, so you want, as you're talking money, you don't want to like sort of, uh, you know, kind of um, dig your heels in and, and be, you know, um, to, to give the impression that you're not willing to negotiate. There has to be a point in this negotiation at which you, you know, decide, I need to make this, and you have to decide when you'd walk away from the job, you know, because they can't meet your requirements. And that has to be something that you look at in terms of your lifestyle, your quality of life, and all of the pieces that go together for, um, you know, building your career life. So just to reiterate, you know, some rules of thumb, 
keep the negotiation really focused on your contribution to the company rather than your personal needs. Uh, be confident about what you offer the company, what you bring to the table, um, and keep the, the negotiation as positive and high energy as possible. Uh, always talk in terms of a range for salary when you actually get set to, uh, to uh, look at numbers. I hope you found that information beneficial. Again, you know, there's a little bit of trepidation in talking, with sal- uh, talking about salary because it's, it's kind of a, a tricky, um, tri- tricky topic. Um, but again, you know, I think if you can be confident in understanding what you're worth um, and being able to convey that to an employer, you should end up in salary negotiations that are a win-win. And I wholeheartedly believe that if you do what you love, the money will follow. So best of luck in your next salary negotiation. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.